Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. All right there, moms and dads and pilgrims and Indians and... Um. Uh, what else? No, no. The pirates. No, and... they they prefer to be called Native Americans now. Well, I was not talking about actual Indians. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, from yeah, India. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you're including everybody. That's talking, what I like about. I you. was talking about like a poo. You know. Yeah. To keep their hand off my touchy machine. In, in bungee. Yes. People are always jumping my son bungee. They're always <laughs> bungee jumping, and I hate it, Lou. <laughs> Hey, remember that time we got canceled? Remember that? You know what? It's a great thing about having no audience. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Noise. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So, I, you know, but these ludes, first of all, I've, something just shot into my brain, Uh-oh. and I want to say it, but I need to do business first. Okay. Welcome, everybody. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Yins, guys, we are so happy to be here. We're going to have an awesome show tonight. We are going to be discussing this topic of these bands that are going out and they're just torn on their hits. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. torn on their hits. What would happen if maybe they really worked on it and put out like a good record? Mm-hmm. Would that do anything? Was there any Was there any point in that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about some examples of some folks that have done that recently. There's there's some interesting things going. Uh, there's some interesting uh, news afoot in the music uh, uh, scene uh, with regards to some of your favorite artists. I'm talking about classic artists. You're going to be really surprised by what's going on. There's some cool, cool. shit. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com is our website. Please go there uh, because there's all kind of really cool things. There is our complete uh, interview archive, uh, links to all our YouTube uh, content. There is, um, of course, the ability to become part of our inner circle and uh, hang out with us uh, during the week. Uh, in our private Facebook group where um, I go on and I do some, I play some guitar stuff and, you know, we talk about music. It's a really cool thing. So check that out. Ludini rock and roll circus.com uh, rock rage radio.com and download the free app. We love rock rage radio. Those guys yes. are just freaking awesome. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> I, I know that that's probably where we're getting most of the folks that listen. So salute to you, rock rage radio. And I don't, I you know, you. Yeah, tell you what guys, you know, go out there, you know, if you're listening to this, when you're done, if you're driving, whatever, and just drop on your favorite social media and share the the RockRageRadio.com app and say Ludini sent you. Right on. Let them know that Ludini is is uh, promoting it because right. Rock Rage Radio is t- a great music programming, twenty four seven, absolutely free. Um, you can't say that about Sirius. You know, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Are you serious? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. Saying. I don't mean anything by it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, no offense. Your Honor, he clearly said, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No liabilities. Here. And speaking of just saying, uh, Wolf's Customs is just saying that you need custom artwork done on your musical instrument. Yeah. Uh, hook up, uh, plus tax. Uh, let me start that over. You need custom artwork done on your musical instrument. And the man you want to talk to is Chris Thunderwolf Dotson at wolfscustoms.online or find them on social media. Check out some of their work. You're going to be really impressed. Mm-hmm. So I always like to give uh, uh, Mr. Dodson, Mr. Wolf's Customs, uh, a shout out. Uh, so pre- appreciate those guys a lot. We um, have Mr. Pittsburgh in the house. What's going on, Mr. Hey, Pittsburgh? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, how's it going? I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I feel a lot better than I did a couple of days ago. 
do, do you now? I, I left the podcast, went home, went to bed, and woke up, and for the next 13 hours, I was, as they say in the medical field, sick as a dog. But uh, feeling much better, ready to rock, and... Roll. Yeah, oh, why'd you ruin it for I'm me? I'm sorry. I thought you. Want, I thought I would, thought you were inviting me to. Oh, I see. Finish the, oh, uh, I see. Finish I the sentence. Big build up there. Yeah, the, yeah. You left a. a yeah, rock a, and roll. I, it was a what they call a pregnant pause. Oh, really? You ever heard that expression? You know, if you pause, pause, you wouldn't got pregnant in the first place. <laughs> <I'm saying>. um, <laughs> ew, what is that? I think it's a booger. It's not. It's not something from that from that pipe, but um, no, a pregnant pause. It's like when somebody says something, uh huh, and like they stop and it like kind of sinks in. Right, you like like yeah. Of course, there's a gazillion of them in movies, and I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Of course not. But um, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so guys, welcome. We're gonna have a good show for you tonight. Uh, Real quick, um, uh, I saw a bullet train. That's the latest Brad Pitt thing. Oh, yeah, okay. And, like, yeah, it, it's very fast. It's it's very um, Guy Ritchie-esque. There's a okay. lot of um, okay. snappy dialogue. Right. It's really funny. It's an action comedy. Okay. It's really, really funny, but not, like, in a slapstick funny. Okay. It's, like, it's good. Like, okay. it's, there's, like, real thought. Like, the, some of the stuff that happens is funny. It's, like, goddamn. Like, that was, that's really, that's good. Yeah, that's great. That's really like, good. I, you know. I like that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, like yeah, there's a scene where two guys are having this brawl, uh-huh. and they're on a train. Of course, I yes. didn't get the idea. And the, and the nice young lady who with the cart with all the good, like the yeah. she comes in and they stop their fight, and they're just standing there trying to act all casual, all yeah. sweating. And uh-huh. the one guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, give me, I, I need a bottle of water." So and he has, and he looks over at the other guy that he's that he's been like practically they're trying to kill each other. Right. He goes, "Oh man, I don't have any money. Can you?" Can so, you yeah, run? That's great. Yeah, it's like shit like that. You know, it's All like right. <clears throat> real clever, uh, fun stuff like that. Um, it is, uh, they do this thing where, you know, the movie will start and so much stuff will happen and then it'll go two hours earlier. Oh, one of those? It's kind of like a flashback? Yeah, it does yeah, a flashback yeah, yeah. thing and then they, they sort of catch you up. And I don't oh, know, okay. I just think that it makes for like an interesting viewing experience. Like I right. just respect when, you know, Quentin Tarantino does stuff like that. Yes, he didn't invent he it. He didn't yes. invent it. But um, Guy Ritchie, as I mentioned, like, uh-huh. <clears throat> but but this is one of those movies I will recommend that if you're going to watch it. It's, it's on YouTube, by the way. You can okay. just watch it. Oh, wow. Uh, right. But yeah, <laughs> put the captions on. Because oh, the yeah. jokes are really fucking funny. The dialogue is really funny. But it's, but so, it's fast so fast. Paced. And, mm-hmm. you know, and there's people with accents that you go like, huh, what? Yeah. What? You know, so we actually started it and started it over with the captions. Yeah. We're like, oh, I get it now. That's hilarious. There you go. <laughs> but uh, I, I would recommend that. Um, okay, cool. I was uh, <clears throat> thinking of something. Uh, yes. Mm. I, I, you know, thought it's. It's dangerous, Mr. Yeah. Pittsburgh. You know how this how this thought He's thing. You've got to be careful with that. And um, I'm just gonna leave this here. I'm just gonna say this, and I, and if you react, you react. Okay. If you have something to say in response, sure. You know the the you know, I yield the floor to the gentleman from Pittsburgh. There you go. <clears throat> uh, I'm just trying to adjust some levels here because okay. something something is killing um, my ears. Is it I have miss? to wear headphones. Because it's cold in here? No, I have to wear oh. headphones because I play this back and my voice is crunchy. And um, There's something I have to tell you after all these years. <laughs> Your voice is crunchy. No, it's not. 
Just fucking with you. So I want to, um, I'm trying to equalize volumes, and it sounds, I don't have a separate headphone mix, so I've just started, so I'm not used to, like, the music in the background is kind of throwing me off a little ah, bit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it, but it doesn't sound that way going out. I know that. But okay. anyways, um, so I was thinking about this this week mm-hmm. that, you know, the term uh, hair metal okay. sh- is to, should be to 80s rockers like the N-word is to black people. Wow, it, it's it's it was a demeaning expression brought on yeah. by people, but brought on by that sort of next phase of rock by the by the grunge guys and the you know alternative mm-hmm. artists you know to sort of like distance themselves right. from you know that '80s rock uh, glam metal um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> type yeah. thing. It um, you know it's uh, you know it's a it is kind of a put down. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's a pretty strong comparison, but it's just like, you know. It might be a bit strong, but I think you're absolutely right. I mean, hair metal, can you? it's kind of a derogatory term because it's not hard rock. It's not heavy metal. It's oh, hair metal. You know, a lot of those bands were not taken seriously, you know, even though some of them were very good, very good songwriters, but, oh, it's just hair metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, oh, they're hair metal band. Aren't they hair metal band? Oh, yeah, hair metal band. they're hair metal band. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. how much you spent on Aquanet uh, on that video. Wah, wah, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. So, says the two guys with no hair on their head Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. That's because we're, <clears throat> we're better than that now. It's, uh, but it just sort of like it was a thing that like came into my mind. I was, I was just thinking about like how good a lot of that music really is and it's like you didn't know like anything about what the people looked like right what would your you know how would you if, you know I don't know um, <clears throat> and if something now has that sound you then you tend to imagine there's going to be one but I was thinking like you know this is no different it was the 1980s yes. the 1950s were what 30 years before right so in the 1950s you had the ducktail haircut sure, the greasers yeah you had the shark skin suits sure and the did. whole thing you know yes um so like you know and then it it's just evolves. Evolves and evolves, yes, and then yes. you know stuff. Stuff was old, comes back around. In any case, um, I just thought that like it's a again an unfair thing, and um, I don't know. You tell me out there, in podcast That's right. land. What you do know, you think? What do you think? Is that too strong of a comparison? Uh, the other thing I want to mention. Uh, look at some music related stuff. Um, there's going to be a new Soundgarden album. I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They. Um, they they have uh, settled out of court with Vicky, uh, Chris's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she has apparently, <laughs> when he passed away, she just locked them out of like all the social media accounts. <laughs> wow! Wow! So they were like, "Oh, come on, Vicky! Like, got us a break." Even Yoko Ono's like, "Hey, cow!" <laughs> that's how that's how bad it was, Lou. Yoko. Thank you, Bob. That's just that's not for the joke you made. That's for Yoko. That's for Yoko. <laughs> but um, so they have in so apparently there was music that they had worked on with him yeah. that has never been released. I don't know if it's going to be a full. Well, what's a full album, right? Anymore? Today's yeah. Word. yeah. What yeah. does that even mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. It's going to be six songs, seven songs, eight songs, three songs. I don't know. But that is um, 
Interesting. Something to look forward to. Right. Um, the other thing I want to mention real quick is um, I, I, I've been following Michael Nolan uh, for a while on YouTube. He's a uh, he's a music guy like we are. Yep. Uh, gives commentary on music-related stuff. But um, one of the stories he talked covered this week was <clears throat> Roger Waters. His, his band, well, the, 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 the city of Frankfurt does not want him to play. Okay. You know. Yeah, it, I've heard that. I don't know if you've seen his show. <laughs> it's a giant fl- uh, red drape flag. Sure. With black <clears throat> symbols <clears throat> on them. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, a lot of like Soviet imagery and a lot of Nazi imagery. Sure. And you know, he has. You know, some of these some of these people look, man. Right. Whatever. They're. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right. Correct. Okay. If it's if it's really cheesy and really, um, what's the word I want? Like bad taste for one point of view to do something. Uh-huh. It's the same for your point of view too. Whether exactly. you think I know you think you're right and the yes. other guy's wrong, but you're just both being assholes. Right. And uh, you know Roger Waters has some definite ideas about, but he's turning these shows into kind of like indoctrination. Ceremonies, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah exactly. And, I understand. And he's, yeah, and he, he's not the only one. He's yeah. not the only one. And this is this is I. Uh, I ended up. Um, I, this person and I did not speak for a long time after this. Yeah, <clears throat> but I was dating somebody, and she wanted to go see you too. And I was just like, I was, it was like, it was like the year after Trump got elected. I'm like, there's no way no, I know. And no. I've been hearing about what he was doing right, right. and everything. And I'm like, I'm not a Trumper, man. But, you know, that just skeeves me out. That's mm-hmm. just like, to me, that is like, that's like Orwellian when you got like big Hollywood types for all that. I mean, because that's what rock stars are, right? I mean, right. it's like, sure. that'd be no different than what, you know, Hugh Jackman or Ryan Reynolds up there. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Some big movie star. So it just skeeves skeeves me out, and, and like she wanted to go, and I just was like, I ended up just ghosting her because <laughs> it was like I saw what was going on, and I yeah, just I, like, I can't have I, can't, I cannot I can't, I can't go into a middle of like you know it was going to be at the um at the one of the stadiums one yeah. of the, you know sports yeah. stadiums, and so it's going to be like a stadium full of people like you oh, know you, you know like with that whole political nonsense like minded yeah 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 yeah, 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 and I was just like I don't know what that, you know what's going now I was nervous about that, and I needlessly about the the um. Taylor Hawkins thing. I actually had a ticket to that. I didn't go to that. Yeah, I was nervous yeah. about that. But um but you know, this thing with you know with Bond, I know you know how he is. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, so he's he's bad. Springsteen's been like that too for a long Ugh. time. Um so so he but for he has said he's goddamn it, he's playing Frankfurt. He doesn't give a shit. Really? So <laughs> I don't know what I don't know exactly what he is going um Wow, I don't know exactly how this is going to shake out. Be interesting, <laughs> folks. I mean, I, you know, going to be. Interesting. I, I don't know what's, uh, you know, what he thinks he's going to do. Um, if he's get a petition together or get, you uh-huh. know, cause a riot. I, you know, oh uh, I know, but you know, I mean, you know, he's re-releasing. Um, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. And he's, he ch- apparently he changed the sort of. Um, 
he changed some of the mix so it's not yeah. as three dimensional sounding. So a lot of people are saying they've heard a couple of tracks as flat, and he's put spoken word stuff in between. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he can tell you. So he can tell you how to think. Oh, that was <clears> nice of him. The bands like Pink Floyd made you think, but they right. didn't tell you how to how think to, or, yeah, what or what to, to think. think. Yeah. They just were like, think, just like open your mind a little yes, bit, you know. Yes. So uh, that's really unfucking fortunate, and yeah. I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and they're absolutely one of my favorite bands. And it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. Mm. So um, that's just some news On that happy note Let's talk about uh, Anything else you want to add To any of that Before I No You got Because no, this, this is a really cool subject So the subject of today's podcast Or uh, featured event if you will Yes Is Should classic artists Release new albums mm. And you know So we're So there's reasons there's reasons why, like some of these bands, like, on just tour on their hits and right. don't put out any new material, you know. Mm-hmm. So should they consider doing this? And if so, how? Or maybe they shouldn't. And why shouldn't they? Yes. So let's go ahead and um, get into it. So be, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna, as we go through, I'm gonna touch on these. But there's some artists that we really, we all love grew up with sure. etc uh that have released records within the past year and yeah. i gotta tell you man some of them are pretty fucking good yeah some of them are pretty fucking some i like better than others mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. some are pretty fucking good um this put a smile on my face i'm gonna run these down real quick and we're gonna we i'm gonna, I'm gonna play little snippets of them uh, here uh ozzy metallica yes 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 is yes, coming out they was i've heard the lead the single they put out ahead uh but the the album's coming out in about in the three four weeks okay uh, paul mccartney put out a record a year or so ago that is absolutely fantastic yes uh peter frampton u2 red hot chili peppers the doobie brothers that one shocked me because yeah. I did not know and, that. And, and Santana, and that's just a small smattering wow. um, of of these um, uh, artists. So that's really, I kind of, I think that's kind of in, in, encouraging. Um, I am going to just, I just can't do this. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just not able to do it. So we will uh, edit that back in in post or something like there that. There you go. Music. I will have to adjust my uh, headphones yes. or something. But, yeah. Yeah. In any case, uh, I need the Bill Damiano setup. My my yeah, setup's too complicated. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but anyway, so these um so huh, th- these what's these, that mean? Because <laughs> you told me you simplified your setup and my setup. Oh, stupid. I absolutely did. Yeah, my setup. Yeah. And as Bill, uh, before we get into the, we're starting our topic. Bill, real quick, uh, say hey and what you do. Uh hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Bill. Um, I own com, which is podcasts about local music. Um, radio shows about local music. I have a radio station there that plays all local and unsigned music. I also help run music from the 412, which is basically a 24-7 video, um, music videos from the Pittsburgh music scene. And there's a radio station that runs there, too. It plays both major and local and unsigned bands. And I am the vice president of firstangelmedia.com. And kind of all those things encompass Lots of stuff, including photography and website design and EPK design. And if it's music other than playing music, you can probably find me doing it. I can't play anything. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 All right, Bill. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks. Yep. For, thanks for joining in. Um, okay. All right. There we go. Okay. So 
We have this. We have this uh, little uh, roster here, and there are others that have released sure. records. Okay, so let's talk about this for a minute, though. But the 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 sort of big noisemakers right now, right, are Kiss, right. Motley Crue, mm-hmm. Def Leppard. Sure. You know these these type of bands that are sort of like um, they, the 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 term that I heard in then I heard this term for the first time in the nineteen nineties were heritage rockers. There you go. Yes. Um so this is an interesting concept because I remember being a kid and being um you know in the eighties and bands from the sixties Mm-hmm. would like do they were like touring reviews right you know the there was some you know one guy from the yardbirds left or whatever right and they went and they would play you know the the, the yeah. six yardbird songs you know what i mean you know yep. so <clears throat> and that was that was a whole thing and i don't think that any i don't ever remember any discussion about like damn well why aren't the yardbirds putting out a new album True. I don't really. You don't really hear. You never right. really heard that kind of talk that much. Now there were some '60s acts that were able to carry. David Bowie, of course, huge. Sure. Uh, the Rolling Stones. Yes, they they carried yes. through for a long time as well. Um, the Who had a couple of '80s songs. It was going to yeah. be interesting to. We should do a thing on the Who, but uh, uh, just go back and see what their last '80s. The last song of a single of theirs I remember was "You Better You Bet." Exactly. Yeah, that's the last one I, yeah, remember. I remember. If yeah. they had one after that, I, I'm not really <clears throat> sure off the top of my head, but um, but <clears throat> and then when I was in high school, they did "Who's Last." That was their like, going to be their right. last tour. That's it. <clears throat> you know, and 30 years later, they're yeah, still touring. They're still 40 there, years yeah. later, whatever. Yeah. But but that's a good example of a heritage band. At that point, they stopped really like concentrating on putting out material, mm-hmm. and they caught, they just would like God. go out to play, play their hits, play their hits, play their yeah. hits. Right now, they're kind of like a Who tribute band, yeah. Um, because there's so few, because it's only the two, it's only the two right. guys, uh, yeah. Town, Townsend and um, Adultery. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So so that had that, but they had taken a break. They did their last tour, and then they didn't do anything for a little while, mm-hmm. and then a few years later they came back. Right. Um, so what starts? So so and what well, the point of it was was like nobody really gave too much thought of like these. Why aren't the you know why aren't the Temptations doing a new album or whatever? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, why isn't Chuck Berry? Yeah. Putting out new music. Exactly. Yeah. Why isn't, you know, yeah. why's not in the studio? You know. Yeah. Exactly. Who's going to produce Chuck's next album? Whatever. Exactly. Like, it was never a thing. He just played his hits. Um, and nobody really questioned that. Um, it was kind of a pariah for artists to continue to be successful, like the Rolling Stones, for a good example. They had big, they had yeah. big success in the 1980s. Um, <clears throat> already mentioned David Bowie, Let's Dance, one of the mm-hmm. biggest, like ubiquitous 80s album. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was as big of a star in the 80s as he was in the 70s or 60s. I mean, just like, you know, he was just, just ginormous. Um, there were... Um, so, it, but it, so it was kind of considered like, oh wow, cool. You uh-huh. know what I mean? They can they're still they're still relevant. Like it's yeah. good. You know, it yeah. doesn't. <clears throat> um, but now, let's see. Are you know? It's we have those big bands, and we're having are asking the kind of opposite question. We're going. Well, are they going to put out any music? Yes, you're touring, but you're not putting out any yeah. music, you know? And I remember there was this thing that happened in the 1990s where I heard this expression, heritage rocker <laughs> and heritage tour. And it was the first guy that comes to my mind and is Steve Miller. Okay. It was because he was on, he was, I saw his name mentioned as a heritage rocker. Huh. 
and because that's what he was doing. He was he had done his hits. Yeah, you know, the, and those are great songs by the way. Yeah. Steve Miller's fucking yeah. great. We we need to should do podcasts on Steve Miller, <clears throat> but um, but he wasn't writing and recording and producing any new music. He was just going out on his hits. Uh huh. Exactly. And then other other artists started to get onto that bandwagon and it became like the Pat Benatar. Her exactly. last song was all fired up. It's a great song, but that was her last like big hit. Yeah. And after that, she just goes, went out and was just playing her songs, playing her, song, yeah. playing her songs. <clears throat> um, and, and what happens at this point to something weird happens yes. because do you want to hear a new Pat Benatar song? I mean, when you go see Pat Benatar, Right. Want to hear a new Pat Benatar song? Really? Mm. You know, are you mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, we'll put up with one song off your album, yeah. but you get back to the hits. Get back to the hits. Exactly. Get back to the hits. Yeah. Get back to the hits. So this is this is my first point. Is like, does anybody really even care? You know, Ozzy, Metallica, Yes, Paul McCartney, Peter Frampton, U2, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Doobie Brothers, Santana, amongst are on our list today. But does anybody really care? I mean, you you guys probably didn't even know Santana put a record out. I'm a big Doobie Brothers fan. Didn't even know they had a yeah, new one they, out. Yeah, they have an yeah. album that came out of these are within a year. Okay, these yeah, are big bands. Still. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be <clears throat> like these, uh, you know, kids who are making records in their bedroom. They're going right. to a studio. Right. So, so so a year or so between albums is not a, you know, it's still, sure. it's still current. It's still sure. current. Um, <clears throat> but did you know, you know, I, you probably didn't know. I'm sure that you heard some, a couple of the Aussie songs because Aussie did songs. Yeah. yeah you played Eric, them for us. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with Eric Clapton yeah. he did with, um, Jeff Beck, uh-huh. Elton John. Yeah. So, you know, that that was, that was kind of a thing. Um, and, um, the stations on series to play hard rock were playing some of it. Um, and I know that um, probably all know that Metallic by now that Metallica has recently released um, an album, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, those videos are popping up on people's social right. media feeds and stuff like that. So you've probably heard that, but you're probably not real familiar with too much of an- anything else. You may have heard about the U2 thing, which we're going to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but when you go see, you know, Ozzy. I want to hear Crazy Train and Flying High Again and Mr. Crowley and, uh, you know, down the line, you know, No More Tears. I want to hear Mom, I'm Coming Home. Do you do, you know, how much are we going to put up with? Right. What if he came out and played his whole whole, album, whole, whole new, new album, album. Yeah. and then maybe just did one, you know, oh one couple couple people like people would be furious. Couple couple hits. Yeah. You know, what, could he get away with that? Mm. There was a time that what that's what you expected like, oh, Rush is torn on their new album. Right. We're going to hear all the new songs. <laughs> We're going to hear their new songs. Yeah, that yeah. you went to see that. Yes. You didn't, you know, yes. I mean, you know, in the 90s, you know, uh Soundgarden's torn on their new album. You know, it was you released mm-hmm. an album and you toured that album. Yep. So, but you get to a po- band gets to a point where they're it doesn't seem like they're able to do that. Yeah. Why? Are they resting on their laurels? You know, is it well? Number one, it's much easier just to play your old hits than actually sit down and write new ones. Well, that's true. So, so I think I think the like like all things. <clears throat> And I apologize, guys. I'm a little scratchy. You got um, a little scratchy throat, dear. I like all things. It's it's a nuanced uh, discussion, and yeah. there are more than one reason. And I think that, go ahead, c- c- continue your thought there. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard writing hits. It's hard. And if you have been lucky enough to have a career where you've got quite a few hits, it may just get to the point where you're like, you know what? Let's we have these hits already. Let's just go out and play them rather than sit in the studio, slug it out. You know what I mean? So I think that might be part of it. It's a sort of um, burnt, like a kind of a burnout. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck this, dude. Like, I'm Bob Seger. I already wrote, <laughs> I already wrote like the best songs I'm going to write. Like, right. fuck it. Why should I? Why, why fuck around? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to want to hear me play them. And I have a good time playing them. And the band's hot. And yep. I know, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm probably going to meet some nice ladies afterwards or whatever. Yes, so sir. fuck it. Yes, sir. So maybe, so, you know, the, I, I could see where you kind of get into a kind of like... Scratchy. Scrive a scratchy pot. Oh, you, a scratchy throat, scratchy pot. That's my throat sounds Scratchy like. ass. There you go. I knew, I knew that was coming scratchy out. Scratchy ass. There's a the band name. <laughs> That's scratchy a band ass. name. Scratchy. Yes. There you go. That's what a scratchy ass sounds like when you fart. It's just a real dry kind of pop. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh. It's like oh, opening up. It sounds like opening a bottle of champagne. But anyways, <laughs> that's not champagne. There is um, well, there might be some pain involved. That's true. <laughs> so, anyways, some man. I know it's one There's of them. Something days. wrong with us. Them boys ain't right. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, it's you're right. They, they've got and there's a lot of pressure. We were gonna we're talking about the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have an album. I'll play a second of that in a minute. But um, um, one of the reasons why Tom Johnston, like the reason he stepped away and they brought in Michael McDonald was because he had like stomach ulcers. Yeah. He couldn't take the pressure yeah. Yeah. of like, okay, with this one big album after another, how, I have to continue. I got to continue top, to do this. I got to top it. Like yeah. I can't. It can't just be just as good. Right. It's got to be better. Exactly. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I was, this quote has been going, um, through my head. It's from Star Trek. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Spock says in a, and I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but he has this quote where he says, you, you may find that the wanting is much better than the having. Oh. And when a band is having that, Rise. They put out the uh-huh, first record and uh-huh. it gets that little bit of attention. Yeah. Get that one song that you know, you know, it's Alice in Chains, Man in the Box. Do you heard that Man in the Box song? Yeah, I know their TV isn't playing it enough, but yep. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And then you know, they, yeah, okay, but that's cool. And you kind of, fr- and then they put out the next record. Oh no, would well, you hear that Alice in Chains? They got this. Yep. Yep. That was that band yep. that did Man in the Box mm, two years right, ago. Right. Oh wow, you know they they've updated. You know, and, and everybody's kind of getting. And then they put out another. You know, then they get to that record. What was it? Dirt. Whatever that was. The record that was huge. I, I, yeah. yeah, and and like they hit their peak. And and then they're torn, and they then and you can tell after a while they're milking that. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. They, because they yep. they you know and and that's the best part of it is that getting to that point. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You just that's just and you don't very few artists. Hey, think about how few artists even get a song on the radio. Exactly. Like if if Allison Chains went as far as Man in the Box. Uh-huh. It would be that'd be an achievement. That'd be all right. That'd be an achievement. Look at that. That's a fucking great song, and yeah. they got on the radio, you know. <clears throat> but they were able to go that whole thing, do that, do that cycle of three, four albums, whatever, uh-huh. blow up real big, and then it kind of, kind of get out of the way for the next yeah. round of bands. Um, uh, so the temptation at that point. And it's probably, not, and it's not just that, so that's one thing, it's the temptation to do what you sure, just said. Sure. The other thing is probably, um, 
you know, if they go into do it, they go, they'll they probably go and do a record. Yeah. And it doesn't do as well. And then, you know, then the record label gives them like another chance. Yep. And but that record doesn't do well either. So then they mm. get downgraded to some other record label. Uh-huh. You see what you see how this this yep. and those are the songs they may still have songs that kind of pl- do something there might be one song in the album right you know what I mean I saw this with um um I saw I remember this with Holland Oates you know they had this oh, giant yeah, yeah. New York and they were huge for a little while and then you started to they put out an album and they would have only like one song that really yeah, got on the radio yeah. instead of four yep <clears throat> you know and then you know by the time they put out the record three records after that there was a song yeah they got it, it broke the the 40 at like number right. 39, you know, yeah, and I was, yeah. <clears throat> and then after that, they, then they go and they tour on their hits. Exactly. And I mean, maybe that's just the cycle of things. So, so there's money that gets lost when a record label has to put yes. out and they have to do all the promotion and everything. And, and it's not as good. Yeah. yeah. Or it doesn't, it doesn't, not that it's not as good. Maybe it's brilliant, but it just doesn't, it doesn't catch on. Uh-huh. <clears throat> And probably for a variety of reasons. Probably one, I'm sure one of the reasons is, you know, with pop culture, we're always on to the next thing. Yep. You know, like not, you know, something that's been out for two weeks is old now. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Bill is nodding his head. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's really crazy. Um, <clears throat> so we're so quickly on to the next thing. It's, it's, it's a no win scenario for, 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 for bands. Sooner or later, there you find yourself for the, you find yourself in this as a heritage rocker. Yes. You know, for instance, like maybe Kurt doesn't kill himself. Okay. And Nirvana continues on. They put out maybe another couple albums. But before you know it, you know, yeah. people want to hear Heart Shaped Box and Smells Like Teen right. Spirit. And like, yeah. you know, they're putting out records. There's a new sound out, new metal happens or whatever. Sure. And like, you know, and they could easily have become a heritage. Oh yeah, a heritage band easily yeah. could have they did you know but we don't know but right. they could have easily have fallen. There's so many like massively huge bands that people thought no way these bands are too big. Journey, heritage band, Sticks, yes, heritage band, yes. REO Speedwagon, heritage yes. band, all freaking heritage bands. Um, I think that even Van Halen, yes, they did that record, but really people wanted to hear they wanted to hear the, running with the, the devil, beautiful yes, girls, yes. you know. That's what they. That's what people were going there to yep. to see. Yeah, you know, I thought that record they did was okay. Mm-hmm. The, the last one with yeah, uh, David. David. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was cool to hear them all play again, but there was no. There was no. There's no spark. Yeah, like was, back it, in the day. Yeah, there was no know? passion. There was no yeah. passion behind it. So you know, and maybe that's it too. Maybe the guys are burnt out and they didn't know that it's not going to have any passion, so they don't. They don't. They don't want to do it. Yep. But do that's what ends up happening. Um. The, the, the scary thing is, though, there aren't a lot of bands, you know, like the last big wave of heavy of like of rock bands that I mean, like I think like Stained, right, Bill? Stained is kind of a heritage band now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're like, you know, they're touring on their. I mean, like, uh-huh. I mean, they're. Ha- and, and so when you go to these like big festivals and stuff like that, it's all these bands like that are pretty, you know, even the younger bands are like pretty old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, how do we, so, so somebody's got to do something, <laughs> but, um, so, so there's reasons for these guys to not want to do this. Sure. However, yeah. maybe the time has come oh. for a new attitude. Okay. Maybe we, maybe we throw all that out because nowadays you can make a really good record. Yeah. Like for almost no money. Yeah. 
You don't really you do it in you, your bedroom. You, yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there, you 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 could do, now. I understand the Doobie Brothers bands like that. They don't go into the studio unless somebody's giving them money to do it. Exactly. <clears throat> I get this. So that's another barrier to bands like this because if nobody's going to put up money, mm-hmm. they're not going to want to do it. I remember reading exactly. an article um, in a magazine oh, 10, 12 years ago, Sheryl Crow, she released an album. She's like, this is the last album I'm ever releasing. I'm not releasing. I'm, I'm not, not done writing music. And right, I'm not right. done, you know, putting out songs, but she's in terms of like making an making album, an I'm album. not going to do any more yeah. albums. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so, so that you have to, you have to, Come up with something novel, mm-hmm. maybe, and and I think in some of these some of these bands, like if the songs would be really good, yeah, if they could, yeah, they, I think they could do something. The problem is they're afraid to play the songs live. Now I'll give you a good example here. Um, Paul McCartney yes. put this put this record out. I'm gonna play a second of this, and uh, you tell me what you think. Okay. Great. I think it's I fucking like great. It. Yeah. The, the whole album is pretty good. Um, but he didn't play any of this or very little of his music live when he toured. But you talking about this new stuff? Yeah, Paul McCartney. Okay. He played right. He's, the, playing, the hits. he's playing the hits. Right. And I I mean like it's gonna take that. Yeah. You know, and I, I just you know audiences are different, you know, and your audience is different now, so your audience is older. Right. You know, they may be they may be, they're sitting there relaxing, you know. I mean, I could see myself out at Star Lake, Paul McCartney playing, and he's like, okay, we're going to play some stuff from our new album. I could see a lot of people going like, okay, uh, sure, okay, I'm just sitting here relaxed. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll give it a try. I mean, it's Paul McCartney. Yeah. I'm not Joe Schmo. Right. <laughs> so I think that, like, sometimes sometimes these artists are underestimating their audience. Their audience, yeah. you know. Uh, they get scared. They put it out. It doesn't, maybe it doesn't get that many downloads or whatever. Let's see. Um, this song has six... You know, I mean, this isn't brand new. This is from a couple of years ago. Um, but it only has 64,000 views. Yeah. You know, you would think that, you know, Paul fucking McCartney. So, like, uh, yeah. you see where they're coming from. It's tough, you know. We put something out like this and it gets ignored. But, you know, the other side of the argument is, like, well, what if they actively toured on that album? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they got to, you know, if they're going to do something, they got to do, they should do something. Um, if they're going to put out, if they're going to go through the trouble of making the album. Right. Somehow you got to do something get with the music it. out yeah, there, get the promote music, it. Yeah, promote it somehow, and that's that's what that's how you promote. It. You know, boys, you got to get out there and promote the album. Yeah, yeah. that's what that yeah. you know Aerosmith put out a new album, record label. You got to get out there and promote the album. Yeah, we're going out and promote our album. I mean, uh-huh. then you heard that over and over and over. That's what you do. You promote the fucking album. You don't go out and go like, oh, I don't know, I don't think they're gonna like it. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Here's Let It Be. You know, <laughs> here's Let It Be. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Okay, did you want to say something? So, uh, yes. So how much of that do you think is 
the audience being older and the way music is being, being released is internet based and streaming based. All of that's a giant, oh, yeah. that's a giant, you know, issue. Of course, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. why. But I found, I think if you're going to go through the trouble of making the album, you have to figure it out. Like, you know, I, I really like scratching my head, man. Like these labels, you know, these are still, these are, these people, these labels still pay, paid high. They're paid a lot of money. Okay. They, you know, they got, they got like, they have, they have access to all kind of, you know, the top people in marketing and everything. Mm-hmm. They can't figure this out. Come on. This should be something that that you can do there's a lot of indie artists and i know bill you interview a lot who guys are doing really creative stuff to really grab fans uh you know maybe you know get your hire hire those people to do your marketing oh, exactly and get something going where people could because nowadays what if you're going to do something like put out on it something like paul mccartney's going to put out an album or santana or whoever like it needs to be like of course we know you because you don't go to the record store and mm-hmm. put down 798 you know, right, right. <laughs> you know, you don't do that. You, you just download it. Yeah. You or you may not even like. You just listen to it for free on YouTube or whatever. Uh huh. Okay. So, what's the thing that should be figured out? Especially somebody like Paul McCartney, who's fucking. It was a, he was a goddamn beetle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Like, you know, he should have people that are like putting some kind of awesome thing together for fans. That like, yes, you get the album and you get all this shit that makes it so cool. Yeah. You get to like some kind of Paul McCartney experience. I don't know. Figure it out. That's your job. That's I, my job. I, I'm, I have a podcast. That's what I do. <laughs> I, as you were saying that I was thinking is Paul McCartney. You should just buy it. But then <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. but then I remember that I got burned on that. I bought Gene Simmons fire starter because it was Gene Simmons. Oh, don't buy a fire starter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're too much and you know what the, the <laughs> a lot of these older bands like the the the, the old uh, venues the old uh, uh ways of getting their music out there are gone like the radio you know a lot of a lot of the bands coming coming up through the 70s 80s even 90s you got your song on the radio and blah 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 but now that's man most radio stations uh with the exception of Yours, of course, Bill, uh, are just like playing classic stuff. But also, but the radio's dead. I yeah, mean, like so yeah. many people are like the my, the guys at at um, my the, my techs. Uh-huh. You know, they're listening to music all day long. They've got some Pandora mix on, or yeah, or Spotify. Yeah, they're or not even. YouTube yeah, they have no, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, you know, I haven't heard a DVE commercial in in, in at least five years. There, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, um, let's let's check out a, let's check out another one. Oh. Um, you were talking about the Doobie Brothers, yeah, and this is a, a record that just that came out. I don't know within the past year. So oh, yes, wow. give, give a little bit, that. give a little okay. bit. Whoops.
Okay, you get the idea. Yeah. So here's my thing with the Doobie Brothers. You remember back in 1982, Pat Simmons' last official member of the Doobie Brothers. He's like, I'm, I'm done. I've okay. had enough. They uh, did, went out, did the farewell tour, did the farewell album, and that was it, right? Okay. And so, uh, 1989, I'm driving in my car, and a new song comes on the radio, because <laughs> I listened to the radio back then, and I'm like, wow, that, that guitar tones, I love that, I love that. And then all of a sudden, the vocals started, I'm like, that's Tommy Johnston. I'm like... Oh my God! This is new Doobie Brothers because you could tell it was the Doobie. It had the fire and excitement of the old band. They had gotten back together again, right? Um, are you going to pull up a little bit? Yeah, of that well, thing? Got, got, yeah, got, got, got. <clears throat> but you immediately knew, and and this this is a band that we were talking about. That you know, granted, this is back in the late '80s, early '90s, that. Um, was actually able to come out with it, and it was a hit. Yeah, it was a hit for him. It was a hit for him. That's the Doobie Brothers. You can tell it's the Doobie Brothers by the opening notes. Look at how young they were. <laughs> it's um, and, and it's really. Uh, I always thought the song um was a uh, the the opening riff is very very catchy. Rem- well, and no, it's very reminiscent of um. Exactly. That's what I said. Listen to the guitar, right? Exactly. China Grove. And then two years later, they did it again. All of a sudden, they turn on the radio, and there's this. It starts out with like an acoustic. And then all of a sudden, it just launches into Dangerous. Oh, yeah. That is a fucking Doobie Brothers song. Yeah. And I was listening to the lead today, and I'm like, Hold, man, they're not holding anything back. And now you tell me they have a, a, well, a newer album. Within the past year, yeah. Within the last year, and just listening to it. It's well. I have to. I'm gonna have to listen to the whole album. I'm gonna have to you listen should. to the whole album. I, I I picked the song that I thought was the best one. Yeah. It doesn't all float my boat. It's pretty mellow. The, um, yeah. See, that's that's what happens. That's another thing that happens. You know, you get these bands as they get older, they get a little mellow. Uh, bon Jovi. Look, Bon Jovi. I I I. Bon Jovi was a powerhouse back in the '80s and '90s, and then as he got older and he cut his hair. Well, that's always a problem, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. If you're gonna if you're gonna do anything with your hair, this just is, shave there's it. There's a song by uh, with, 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 <laughs> isn't a song by Neil Young? Almost cut my hair. Almost cut my hair. Yeah, just the other. But um, yeah, yeah. So I I'm gonna listen to the new Doobie Brothers because I liked what I heard there. Okay. All right. Uh, so so the Doobie Brothers, right? Sure. Now we're gonna go the opposite spectrum. Okay. Okay. I, and I have to. <laughs> I listened to this entire album today. Air Supply. Air Supply. Yeah, I the new it. album is just it's just it's just a you know, I just sat and you know and cried the whole time and oh. you know. Um but no. Um I listened to the entire seventy two seasons by Metallica. Okay. Um it's it's like hundred and fourteen minutes. They take a good advantage of the digital yeah, format. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. they they give you they give you pretty good bang for the buck. Um I was really I really thought, honestly, like all the great riffs have been written. Okay. I was like, you know, I mean, all we came up, you go all the way back. Sure. To like, you know. Sure. You know, and then, you know, all the way up to there till, you know, whatever, you know, the the Black Sabbath, the Led Zeppelin, um, 
whatever, you know, uh-huh, the Van Halen's, uh-huh. sure, you know, sure. all, these uh, all those riffs, you know, there's a kick-ass they know riffs. more. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? All gone. Ozzy, all that stuff. And I figured, you know, and then Metallica, Megadeth, sure, and, sure. and Pantera, yeah. you know, there's like so mm. many, like, you know, riffs, you know, all the greatest riffs of all time. And I thought they had pretty much been covered. I was could not be more wrong. Oh. Metallica has somehow dug into the riff uh, well uh-huh. and have come up with... <laughs> I mean, this record's amazing. I it, okay. I just like. I'll play a little. Play. I mean, I like. I'd love to play. Just sit and play the whole album. Just not do anything <laughs> else. But you know, this is the opening track. Seventy-two seasons. Okay. Now, um, you know, it has this little beginning here. I wish. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's like, then there's that uh, trail in the basement going the whole time. Like, Uh I mean, uh it's like, it's sick. the whole way <laughs> I couldn't wow. stop you know I found myself looking at people in the car next to me and I was giving them the devil yeah. horn sticking my tongue out in the whole thing I was like I haven't been like inspired to do anything like that in a long time that's It's two minutes. Like they've had like seven amazing riffs, and right. I started singing it. Yeah. So the lyrics kick in with the snare accenting uh-huh. the lyrics. Yeah. Like nobody does that. Wow. That you know, I mean, that's how it fucking starts. Yes. Wow, yeah, we sit here and listen to the whole whole album. (laughs) I mean, and I'm telling you, the album is relentless. Each track is like, and they cover a lot of territory. That has a lot of thrash. Yeah. But they do uh, have some stuff that has more of like a hard rock kind of band. Okay. They got stuff that's got like doom kind of riffs, super like heavy, like slowish kind of stuff. Uh Um, James sings (laughs) very melodically in a lot of places too. It's, It's very cool. What did you say, Bill? 
stick with me here for a moment. The beginning of that song, if you take the distortion off, it almost would be like surf rock. There's uh, that's so funny you say that. Um, the uh, you know who the uh, the uh, comed- the inter- uh, YouTube comedian Jared Deans Dines is you know you ever heard of him he's a heavy metal comedian and um he's a hell of a guitar player but he has a video where what happens if you take the play metal riffs without distortion and they all sound like fucking surf they all sound like surf they all do i'm like holy crap holy crap it's surf. absolutely right yeah it sounds like surf so so that's a very good observation bill um it this whole thing is is just is is dynamite um I you know I think that they could absolutely go out and play every one of these songs live and, and, and yeah, yeah yeah there's 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 one called uh, I think it's called burn it burn it down something like that it's like uh, it's got that kind of like everybody chanting along like uh-huh. you know it gets a little reminiscent of um, uh, sad but true so that riff is a little reminiscent of that riff but what the album sounds like to me is like they took everything that they've done in their mm-hmm. career and kind of like it kind of came to this. Okay. Um, also, this is an example of the, they started this during the pandemic. So oh, this wow. isn't a record. They just went into the studio and threw together in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it shows uh, all the songs are masterfully arranged, written, there's a lot of attention to detail in the production. Um, and it, they groove the shit out of it. It's they sound like a well-oiled machine. Like yeah. it's really yeah, tight. It sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, like that is what a rock band, yes, functioning on all cylinders should sound like. So this is an example of like, no, yeah, you can do a record and you can be just as mm-hmm. powerful and you know have as I have as much great just as great songwriting as you did on the first album. It takes time to do, yeah. and I think that I think that it's unfortunate. Uh, what ha- and ends up happening to bands is because it's like if they, you know, they sort of just like after they've done five albums of hits, you know, <laughs> you know, come on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like these are human beings, right? You know, and right. he's throwing them out on the road, and you know, you know, they're 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 filled full of all kind of drugs yeah. and alcohol, yeah. and they have to go to rehab, and they got all kind of problems. You gotta like let those dudes like you get if they had. I think if bands had less pressure. You know, and could just sit down mm-hmm. and work. So this brings to the other thing about these bands touring is like they, the money is in the touring. We Bill brought this up with the, about yeah. the internet. Yeah. So that's where they make the money is on the tour. They, you know, that's why when you go to see Kiss, the tickets are you know eleven hundred dollars, right? Because they can't sell albums anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, that that is a solution, by the way, for the problem. That is part. That is a, is to do something with the live experience. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, right now that's really weird. I mean, with the Ticketmaster thing, we get, we don't really want to get into all that. That's a whole that's a different t- podcast. Yeah, no. But um, right, so so like there, the impetus, the, uh, uh, the, the the it doesn't look as good going and putting out an album that you're pretty sure everybody thinks is going to think sucks. Right. Yeah, you know, and you're going to go to play the concert, and when you play your new stuff, every, that's when everybody's, everybody's getting, like, mm. that's when people get up and go to the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so like, so they're like, why should we do that when we know we can make money mm-hmm. on all this, this uh, you know, music we write? And, that, right. and there's no shame in that. But I think that like, I think rock is suffering because of that. I think because these bands aren't doing anything to like be relevant, mm-hmm. they are making the whole rock thing seem like old people music. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. you see, you see yep. what I'm saying? So it's yep. like kind of like it's casting a bad sort of vibe on rock itself. Mm-hmm. We need more of what Metallica um, is doing here. You yeah. know, you know, just you know, don't 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 even act like you're out of commission. Don't you know? You yeah. know, you, you know, just 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 like yeah, I don't care. I don't care what I don't I don't care how the, how the sound changed. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. Playing, we play the music we play and that's yeah, it. yeah. That, that that's all you know if you can do that like they are they are well positioned because i'm sure they are millionaires and none of them have <laughs> to do anything if they don't right. want to fucking do anything so they do have what they call fuck you money and they can make any make any record that they that they that they want to make exactly but it does take really working on it and so much music and i think bill could probably comment on this too like so much music especially when you that you hear from indie bands sounds like content and not like a masterfully you know written produced because those kids those kids are under a different kind of pressure they're under the social media pressure where mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean you know i gotta put out a video every day i gotta you know my you know if i don't do this you know they'll go look at something else blah, 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 blah. so now we have the op we have the problem on the opposite side of the fence with these kids like what they need is the four of them need to go to a cabin uh-huh. Not be on the internet and just write songs. Right. There's I mean, that's how Led Zeppelin did it. That's how Black Sabbath did it. That's uh-huh. how the Beatles did it. That's yeah. like how that's the formula that's never changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could have Pro Tools in there if you want, of course. You know, have all the technology you want, but you still got to sit down and write some fucking good songs. That's it. And it takes and it takes time. Sometimes it don't happen in two weeks. Right. You know what I mean? Also, too, when you hear young bands come out with, this was a phenomenon in the 90s, and Bill probably remembers this too, bands that would come out and they put out that first album and it would be really big, and then the second album, like, there was no good songs on it. It's because they spent five, six, seven years writing those songs and perfecting exactly. them, playing them yeah. live, and when they got into, they were, like, ready to go, so they had, a you know, you know, songs that maybe would have been filler or actually end up being really good songs because right. they changed them they worked on them over the years that they were playing live um so it's comes down to the work you know that that's a label issue too yeah because you know they they got signed and put out the the great first record and the label said now make another one absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah the the the, i can't even imagine excuse me Oh. Making all kind of terrible noises. Today. Oh my! Uh, I can't. You that, that that kind of pressure. And you know that what sucks about it, Bill, is these kids get into because they love doing it, and it makes them hate doing right. it. It turns them into assholes. That's why they get on drugs, and that's why they get you know say stupid shit and get mixed <laughs> up in you know nonsense because you know we we you know the society or the system has turned it into you know something beautiful and turned it into a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> That's why, like, I don't do music for a living, cause like I don't want to have that. Like, I when I come when I pick this guitar, enjoy it. I want to feel like it's like a release, and this is my you know my thing. I don't want to be like, oh man, if I don't write a great song, you know, my kids aren't gonna be able to go to college or whatever, (laughs) you know. Um, but you know, so there's this huge pressure, and these guys just you know. They're either sick of it, don't want to do it, don't want to deal mm-hmm. with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, there, but then there are guys who are real poets, like Paul McCartney. Sure. Like you, I don't think you can. Re- I think as long as Paul is around and, make, and able to make music, I think he's going to try to write a good song. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. He just has that. He's a, he's a poet. Mm-hmm. He's just the, he's just the thing. Um, so let's talk about something a little bit more controversial. Oh my. Okay, we're talking about 
you know, the sort of the ins and outs and why what we would like to hear. Okay. Know, a, ba- a band do, sure. right? We're talking about sure. like, you know, we'd like to hear them maybe really well rested, really well rehearsed, sure. you know, taking the time they need to write great songs. Yes. Um and um but what do you think about a band uh-huh. that says we put out a new album, but it's actually all a bunch of old songs redone? This band has done that. Oh. You know the song? Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? It's one. Yeah, yeah. By you two. And so they put out this album called um, Songs of Surrender. Um... And it's all songs. It's one where the streets mm-hmm. have no name. Um, 11, uh, 11 o'clock TikTok. Story for the boys. Uh, out of control. Beautiful day. Okay. Bad. Sure. Um, pride in the name of love. Who's going to ride your wild horse? Like Just like kind of done in wow. this sort of like mellow yeah. type thing. And I just. I, I don't know how you call that putting out a new album. No, that's not. Uh, I don't know. It's just not. I don't. I. It didn't do it for me. Are you a YouTube fan, Bill? No, he doesn't. Well, even like you know it. the Irish. The so so any noise lazy and <laughs> uneducated drunks, of course. So an, do any this. noise that you two makes, Bill's like it's, yeah, uh, it's yeah, noise. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah Again, I, though, like I mean, that. they have hits that that I'm, you know, I don't turn them off. Right. But it's not like I go out of my way looking for anything YouTube. I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you. I got you. I was a huge fan. They were a seminal band uh, for me, Can't and I thought, <laughs> and I thought that they did really good songs through the eighties. They sure. put out good albums in the nineties, yeah. and even at the beginning of the two thousands. All you can't leave behind. I think is an amazing, amazing fucking record. Um, just you know, and Bono like with that great sort of like point of view, like mm-hmm. on life and everything like that. Um, just like I, I thought, you know. But this, I I'm not into. The other thing, you know, we mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Roger Waters. Like, you know, he's another, you know, wants to turn the concert into like indoctrination right. cer- ceremony, and you know, like I'm not having any of that. That's that, <laughs> but that's another subject. The so the question is, you know, is this really? You know what are they what are they doing here? You know, and this is a band that really wasn't doing it. They were really trying to put out like. And one thing I thought was cool was you too was like they really made a real effort to try to make every album a little bit different. Right. It really took many years before they started kind of repeating themselves. They were mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. you know every time they put out you were like well okay oh, that's different, that's different. I, okay all sure, right sure. Oh, you know and they sound good doing that. Yeah. Um, a lot of that is that amazing rhythm section with Larry Mullen Jr. and Adam Clayton, but. Um, yeah, so so they so they 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 put a record out. It's just a little controversial. There's it has mm. mixed sort of uh, reception from folks because of the fact that is it a new album? Is it not? Yeah. Um. So we're gonna let's talk about a couple of guitarists. Okay. Uh, Peter Frampton, oh, who we talked about recently because we were talking about his guitar. Yes. Has a record out. It's called Peter Frampton forgets the words. 
first track off of his uh, album, Peter Frampton Forgets the Words. I think it's really a good record. I think it's really fun. He's such a great guitar player. Um, so it's really good to hear him. I know he has some health issues and he's not sure what he's going to be able to do. Mm. So he, so he's, I think he released a couple albums back to back, but this came out. When did it go? One year ago. So it's just, okay. again, these are records within the past year or so. Um, so I, I think it's very cool. The other guy, and yes. I was completely shocked when I heard this record. Yes. This is Santana's new record. Oh, my. Um, now you guys tell me what you think of this. Whoops. This is all new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some good uh, guest artists on. Steve Winwood is on it. Um, he does a song um, with uh, Corey Glover. I'm going to play you a second of in a second. But this sounds like 1967 say, Woodstock you know era Santana. Yeah, Santana, exactly. like you know, he went through these all this stuff in the like in the late 70s and 80s, where you know his records were literally. It's like there's no guitar except for the guitar solo. It's like right, you just walked right, in, yeah. played a guitar solo, and went home, and let yeah, everybody else do yeah. their thing. Uh, just like, <laughs> you know. And then he did that thing in the 90s where he hooked up with Rob Thomas. And, right, And right. he had that resurgence. But he's never sounded like he did in the 60s until now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check this out for a second. This is called Peace Power. This Co- Corey Glover is on this from Corey Glover from Living Color. Uh-huh. just puts the biggest freaking smile on yeah. my face you know just you know play it carlos i mean i don't know how old he is man he's got to be pushing 80 it's like the late yeah. 70s you know yeah. i mean he sounds he sounds like he did in the 60s you know? so he could so like yeah put some out make good yeah <laughs> it's uh, possible um, yeah i mean there's a there's a really good example right there we talked about that uh the chili peppers have a record out um i would not just personally, I don't know if, how, how many people here are big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Jody's here. Um, we have a <laughs> we have a re- actual college professor in the audience. Shh. We better straighten up our. Don't um, say nothing stupid, Lou. Okay. okay? Uh, but the Chili Peppers, their, their 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 record is out. I don't know. It's the Chili Peppers. Like you yeah. like you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you like that, I mean to me it sounds like I don't feel like I am familiar enough. Or a, uh, an aficionado of theirs enough to be able to criticize it one way or another, but it was okay. Um, let's real, real quick. You guys got to hear. Yes is going to put out an album yes. in May. Yes. All right. And um, this is Steve Howe's baby now. Okay. Because uh, 
Chris Squire, of course, has passed away. John Anderson's yes, no yes. longer involved. Um, but listen to it. Some perspective. I find my place in the jewel collective. Daylight glare blinding me. Only after dark may I clearly see. Look up, breathe. It's uh, I kind of think a kind of a cool song. Um, I don't know. See what the rest of the album is like. Uh, right. Sounds like yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. From what I understand, though, this um, <clears throat> these are all guys that had been in Yes at one time or another. Okay. So it's not like complete. You know, just like session right. guys yeah. playing. Uh, you know, coming in trying okay. to pretend like they're Yes. Sure. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's and of course, you know, I know we don't need to play it, but Ozzy, of course, we talked about oh, earlier. Yeah. You know, yeah. he did that that record and it was able to do it, but. You know, so the question is, we talked about these guys being past their prime. Are they just to the point where they're like, you know, I have enough big songs. I don't give a shit. Um, (laughs) They are, you know, what the economics of it. You know, we can make, we can go out on tour and just play the songs. We can skip the whole like terrible, like make an album and get the critics hate us and nobody buys it. We Mm. can just go out and play our hits and we can actually get paid. You know what I mean? You know, Um, you know. Uh, and the, the other thing, other thing we didn't talk about is like nobody being left in the band. Now, right? <laughs> this, there are some bands that are touring. There's literally nobody in the band. Right. Foreigner is the most obvious one. Yeah. Um, Mick Jones comes out. He pulls up in a limousine and he, <laughs> whenever he feels like, and puts a guitar on for a couple minutes. But it's essentially all yeah. replacement yeah. Um, guys. Um, so like. That's just it's, this. This is the thing. It's a bad look for rock music. Exactly. It's like it's okay. Okay, we're not. We're not. It's no longer rock. It's like it's like Vegas show uh-huh. stuff. You yeah. know, it's not really. Um, you know, both Kiss and Motley Crue recently have said this: that it's not about the band, it's about the brand. Oh. And Gene Simmons has said on more than one occasion that there is going to be. Uh-huh. Kiss is going to continue without any of the original members. Right. They're going to put young guys up there in the makeup yeah. and they're going to play the songs and you're going to like it because it's the brand. Because it's the brand Kiss. It's the brand, yeah. not the band. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's something we discuss in a future podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- th- there's some pros and cons to that, guys. I mean, like you have to, you know, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Who's to say? I played a lot of new stuff for you guys today. So usually we get into something called new and notable, but I do want to, I do want to play a, um, I, I, after the podcast last week, we, um, I sat up, I couldn't sleep. It was kind of revved up and I was just let YouTube, I picked the, Music, have its way, have its way. exactly. Yes. Um, and it's so weird. The algorithm is cool. It's not perfect though. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you you get like if you listen to like one thing, it'll yeah. think, 
Oh, he likes. He this. likes all. That's all he wants yeah. to hear. You know. So like, I was looking for like new rock stuff, and somehow I got. I fell down a power metal oh, rabbit hole, and I like kept on liking a lot because they were good. Yeah, they were all really good. Yeah, some of these bands, like just a band called DGM, that sounds like if Iron Maiden came out today. Okay, they're just amazing. They just like they're just killer. Um, but uh. This is a band called Now More Than Ever, and this song caught my attention because it is very different. But these guys are a rock band; they're playing guitars. Um, it has a kind; it's a lot of dynamics. It starts out with this kind of slow, quiet thing, but it, but it will kick in. I'm gonna kind of like, oops, oops, too so far. Let, let you listen to it. Lost in this silence, so loud, Mr. Black Cloud, come on down. You can rain on my parade. When the curtain falls down and it hits your feet You're living in a land of make-believe You play the part so gracefully You make tragedy I want a happy ending Some third act twist depending on This is a very cool song. Yeah. I put a link to it in the, uh, in the notes. But it is the band is called... My goodness, Lewis. Now? Now more than ever. Oh, yeah. And the song's called Tragedy. If uh, Check check it out. Um, we are, uh, and the other thing I wanted to mention to you guys is we are putting together an actual um, new and notable YouTube playlist. Yep. So when I see new and stuff that's, that, we, that either we are featuring on here or we have featured on here, we're going to throw it there. Yeah. Okay. And you guys do the same thing. You yep. see stuff on yep. there. You see something. You know, shoot, throw it on the throw it on the playlist. It's a public playlist, and we'll, uh, you know, I, I want to feature go. as much. We're going to moving forward. We're going to be turning turning um, this uh, um, portion of the podcast into a bigger uh, segment. Yeah. You know, so it's not going to just be, you know, a couple of songs. We're going to we're going to probably explore some. But I played a lot of music already today, so we're not going to get too heavy into that. Today. The other thing is I want to recommend a YouTube channel um, to you guys. OK, listen. Yes. OK, this, this guy is um, this is called Music B Sharp. And. um how can I put this? he's a music satirist I think okay is, I think is what you want to call I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and um let's see how can I do this for y'all want I want the folks who are like hanging out live to maybe even get be able to watch it so I'm gonna go ahead oh, let me see if I can uh can I open in YouTube show me open in YouTube Mr Pittsburgh help me out here if I do full, I, that's not gonna work that's not gonna now I can't see anything <laughs> I can't see anything with the blast shield up. How am I supposed to fight? Stretch out with your feelings. Your eyes can deceive you. Um, how about I do this? Open. Yes. Oh, you know. What's the three dots? The three dots. What's the three dots? What do they do? No, that's not what we want. I don't. Oh, okay. Share? No. Share and share alike. Here's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to drag this over here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm creating a problem. Why for everybody? Lou, I know why. Why? I'm ruin, I'm ruining it. I, this, it was going so well until <laughs> now. Okay, we're going to do this. Oh, here's here's how I'm going to do it. Share screen. Sure. 
this is what I want. Okay. <laughs> We're getting a yes from Jody. Yes, yes. Okay, hold on a second. Was, oh, okay. Oh, oh. That's top two? It's right so here. It? Okay. We want to share that. Okay. We want to share that. Okay, let's see what happens. Oh, this is exciting. Okay. I think you guys can see my screen. Here we go. Unless you've been living under a rock that you've never rolled out from underneath, you've heard the term rock and roll a million times before. In the 1940s and 50s, when rock music was born, it was a single genre that combined elements of soul, country, and blues. But over the decades, rock evolved into an umbrella term used to describe hundreds of subgenres of music, some of which are fucking awful. <laughs> and those are the ones I'm going to talk about in this video. Rock music in general is characterized by its instrumentation, <laughs> lyrical content, and song structure. While some subgenres incorporate other instruments and time signatures, most rock is played in 4-4 time with an electric guitar, a bass guitar, drums, and a vocalist. And that's why you and millions of others listen to rock music. It's simple, formulaic, unsophisticated, and easy to understand. Just like you. Whether it's going to see your favorite band play live, singing along in your car at the top of your lungs as you're barreling down the highway at 100 miles an hour, or poorly trying to reproduce your favorite riffs on the guitar you only pick up once a month, you live to rock out. You don't want to rock. You need to. Rock music is in your blood. And so is lots of alcohol and weed. And also poor taste in music because you listen to one or more of the following subgenres. Number one, math rock. Math rock is basically any rock that's not in 4-4 time. It's rock music that's complicated for the sake of being complicated, not because it sounds good. No one listens to math rock to bob their head to a beat in 13-8 time. They do it, frankly, because they're fucking nerds. Proud nerds. If you listen to math rock, there's a 50% chance you play Dungeons and Dragons, a 75% chance you code in at least one computer language, and a 100% chance you're single. You literally don't have time for a relationship because you refuse to listen to the normal 4-4 time signature top 200 shit every woman you meet listens to. But you don't meet many women because you spend a lot of time at math rock shows. And as you've learned over the lonely years, women do not. At most, you'll see two hot chicks okay, in a math guys. rock show. Uh, One has a boyfriend who plays. All right, so I'll put a link to him in the show notes. That's good. Um, music be sharp. I, um, if I could play the whole thing, uh, you can go enjoy it for yourselves. He no 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 genre is safe though. Um, he even he really busts on Christian music. Oh, pop, pop punk. Nice. Uh, it's 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 good. It's okay. good. It's a lot of fun. But I try to turn you guys on to some <clears throat> funny YouTube, fun music related YouTube stuff. Um, okay, let's take a quickie look. Uh, okay, we can go a little bit longer. Let's talk about this day in, and what the Beatles did. Yeah. <laughs> this day in music. Oh, what kind of fun stuff happened? Oh Didn't Mr. Mr. Pittsburgh? Tons of it. Tons of fun for everyone. Uh -huh, so we're uh -huh. going to go back All to right. this. And of course, you know, we were talking about Sir Paul. Yes. And speaking of Sir Paul... <laughs> On this day, nineteen sixty, on this day, nineteen sixty-three, after a Beatles performance at the Royal Albert Hall in London for the radio show Swingin' Sound '63, Paul McCartney met the actress Jane Asher for the first time. They later became engaged, but never married, and split up in nineteen sixty-eight. The relationship inspired several Beatles songs, including "All My Lovin'." 
I'm looking through you, and fuck you, you cunt. Oh, that's that, that, that one's not very well known. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, Lou. B side to, uh, <gasps> yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'm looking through you. To, to <laughs> <laughs> not, not really true. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very true with a lot of music. Like it's yes. inspired by something that happened in a relationship. Exactly. Uh, uh, if, uh, can you guys take a little more Beatles news? Uh, 90, so. In 1964, the Beatles appeared on the UK TV comedy program, More Came Be and Wise Show. Huh. I don't know. Uh, uh, playing This Boy all, and All My Love and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Also participated in comedy sketches with Eric More Can Be. I think that's the guy's name. Okay. Uh, the, the Beatles also held the UK and US number one position on this day with Can't Buy Me Love. Well, ain't that? I mean, they dominated everything. They were they were the music business for for a few years. They had, they had some success. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on this day, nineteen sixty six, the Spencer Davis Group were at number one on the UK singles charts with their version of the Jackie Edwards song, "Somebody Help Me." That's good enough. I um, <laughs> give me some love and was the only one by them. Yeah, the, the yeah, one that I remember the I most. Remember, yeah. remember the most. Uh, Johnny Cash this day in 1970 was at number one on the country album chart with "Hello, I'm Johnny Cash." Hello. His 33rd album release. So it took him 33 albums before he introduced himself, saying "Hello, I'm Johnny Cash." Wow. I don't know. It featured uh, the album featured "If I Were a Carpenter," famous uh-huh. duet with wife June Carter, which earned the couple a Grammy Award for Best Country Performance by a Duo or Group. Uh, in 1971. All right. On this day, 1970, a little band by the name of Steel Mill, or Fienzer for Pacebark Steel Mill. Uh, now, this band featured Bruce Springsteen, and this band played uh, in the main gym at Ocean County College in New Jersey. Tickets cost, listen to this, you're going to, you're going to be, this is crazy. Tickets cost two dollars. What? Two dollars? I know. That's outrageous. I'll never pay those prices. <laughs> On this day in nineteen seventy three, Crosby Stills Nash and Young, a documentary Journey Through the Past, directed by Neil Young, debuted uh-huh. uh at the Dallas Film Festival. The experimental film featured concert footage from nineteen sixty six onward. Backstage footage and oh. art film-like sequences. That's something. On this day in 1975, four Bay City Rollers fans were taken to the hospital and 35 others required on-site treatment after they attempted to swim across a lake to meet their heroes. The group were making an appearance at a BBC Radio 1 fun day at Mallory Park. Wow. Would you swim? Would you? Who would you swim across a lake to see? Um, nobody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even when I was a kid and like yeah, really into like music, I'm like, no, I'll be Led like, Zeppelin's over there. Oh, I'll okay. be like, um, yeah, it's too all bad. Right. I'll just listen from this side of the lake. I'll yeah, be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> I'm all good. You know, th- those teeny bopper bands, like it wasn't mm-hmm. a point. It was David Cassidy, right? There were people got killed uh, rushing the stage or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he was yeah. like banned from. Yeah. And it, I think believe it was in England somewhere. Wow. Um, and Michael Jackson on this day in 1984 underwent surgery at a Los Angeles hospital to repair damage done after his hair caught fire during the film of a Pepsi filming of a Pepsi commercial. I hate it when that happens. This is so... I hate it. 
crazy because there was this thing that um, people forget about was the Cola Wars. Yes. And, you know, today, you know, we look at this is why when I, I can't even look at the news because so much of the stuff that we're talking about and everybody's got, you know, and I'm going to tell you guys in a few years, you're going to be like, we were concerned about what? <laughs> you know, yeah. We're, we're right? going to be in bed. And this is one Cola's, of those things where Coke, Cola, Coke, Coke versus Pepsi. Pepsi. And it was like, a, it was like a big thing, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we only serve Pepsi products. Yes, uh, you know, yes, some yes. restaurants would say, you know, uh, it was just like uh, in- incredible. Eventually, everybody calmed down and just just had whatever they wanted. Right. But there was a little. There was literally like taste tests. Taste test. Blind blindfolded taste, yes, taste tests. Yes. Like why? Crazy. It's a freaking cola. Calm down. Crazy. It's like you know what it's like, and I, I bring this up on every podcast because I'm a Star Wars nerd. Yeah. It's like start the Star Wars weirdos. Oh yeah. They're like you know I they are they're killing themselves they're on social media. Over uh-huh. these over these movies and TV shows, like you know what I mean. One hates this one, the other one hates that one. I'm like, that's not Dude. true to the fact. It's uh, yeah, come yeah on. it's just like oh my Simmer god, down. Simmer down now. <laughs> on this day, 1985, Wham, Wham became the first ever Western pop act to have an album released in China. In giant in China in China. Well, you're welcome, China. Well, 1985 was the year I graduated high school. Good year. 1987, uh, speaking of Wham, George Michael and Urethra Franklin started a two-week <laughs> run at number one in the U.S. single charts with I Knew You Were Waiting. Also at number one in the U.K., uh, Aretha Franklin had a record uh, for the artist with the longest gap between U.S. number one singles. It had been 19 years, 10 months from her last hit, Respect. So her, so her last hit was R.S.E. R R E S B E C T. Yes. And then it's 19 years later, she yeah. has a number one hit again. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah. you know, just like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She came back. She came right, came back big. You know, she, uh, she, yeah, she did. There's an example of an a 60s oh, sure. artist that had a, oh, yeah. like a little resurgence. There Tina Turner had a resurgence in the mm, 80s yes, as well. She yep. Did. yep. Yes, she did. And you know, uh, this day of music would not be complete unless I have some sort of death report. On this day in 1991, record producer Martin Hammett died. Oh. He worked with many Manchester acts, yeah, Manchester acts, including The Smiths, New Order, Joy Division, Happy Mondays, magazines, as well as U2 and the Psychedelic Furs. Gone too soon at Martin. Uh, Martin. Annie Lennox had a number one album oh, on this day in 1992 with Diva. Yeah. yeah she had uh, she had a little break away from when she left the Eurythmics, you yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, that 92, 1992, this day, Def Leppard started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. album charts with their fifth studio album, Adrenalize. The album was the first by the band following the death of guitarist Steve Clark. Yeah, for those of you who remember, uh, Def Leppard is only a big 80s man. They did have a big album in the 90s. Yes, yes. Uh, Oasis drummer Tony McCarroll was told by phone on this day in 1995 that he was being sacked from the group. McCarroll sued the Manchester group for millions in unpaid Mm. royalties. And in 1996, Oasis agreed to pay him a one-off sum of $550,000. Or $900,000. Wow. Whichever comes first. Yeah. On this day, 1996. Here we go. You always get the death ones. I know. (laughs) Bernard Edwards, bass guitarist and producer from Chic. There you go. Died. 
of pneumonia in a Tokyo hotel while touring Japan. He also worked with ABC Power Station's sister sledge, Sheila. She, oh, Sheila and B. Devotion, Diana Ross, Jimmy Mathis, John, his brother Johnny Mathis, Debbie Harry, Air Supply, and Rod, Rod Munch, Rod Stewart. Uh, yeah, uh, great riffs. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Tubes, uh, sorry to see you go, Bernie. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Okay, so that is where we're going to... Yeah, that's good enough, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to just kind of yeah, skip on yeah. down, skip on down. You can have a couple birthdays. Let's go. Happy gonna... birthday, day. Uh, Tom, but happy birthday, man. Yeah, Paul Rolf, Rothschild. Oh, yes. Rothschild. Oh, what did he do? <laughs> American record producer, worked with The Doors and a bunch of other things. Right. Janis Joplin, Joni Mitchell, happy birthday. Born in okay. 1935. Sure. Uh, Glenn D. Harden. Oh. From the crickets. Oh, there you go. Happy sure, birthday, sure. Mike Vickers, British musician, uh, flautist, saxophonist with uh, Manfred Mann. Saxophonist. That's fun to say. Absolutely, absolutely. Clyde Stubble, Stubblefield, uh, American drummer, best known for his work with uh, James Brown. If uh, Clyde or Clyde uh, Keith were here, he would know all about this guy. Yeah, he, yeah. Keith's really big into the whole James Brown drummers, and you know, like uh-huh. that. They have four fucking drummers. <laughs> One time, yes, I know bands can't get a drummer. Yeah, yeah he had four, four at one time. Yeah. Uh, Skip Spence, uh, co-founder of Moby Grape. Sure. Happy birthday, uh, Les Pattinson, mm-hmm. uh, former member of uh, Echo and the Bunny Men. Yes. Uh, oh boy, uh, Andy Kira- Kiraku, Kiraku. Oh, thank you. Uh, from Modern Romance. Uh, Shirley Holliman, uh, who did some singing with Wham. Uh, Bez. Bez? Yes, from the Happy Mondays. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, Greg Eklund from the band Everclear. Okay, sure. Mark Tremonte. Hey, <laughs> well, finally. Yeah, I don't know. Really this nice. might be a Mark Tremonte. I don't know if this is a Mark Tremonte PRS or not. I but, don't know. Um, he, he, was the, he was the guy that, that talked them in PRS into making a single cut. Yeah. G- yeah, guitar. That's what he wanted. Thanks, um, Mark. Good job. Yeah. Um, Nathan Sykes. Sykes was a record producer. Was born in nineteen ninety three. So that is go. everybody's birthdays. Happy birthday, Happy you motor birthdays. scooters. All right, guys. That's what we're just gonna say. That we're gonna say good night. It was cool to see Jody popping in for yeah, a few minutes. She seemed nice. like she was having a good time. Nice. Um, Bill Damiano, thank you, brother. Build the scene, everybody. Build the scene. Get out there and build the scene, right, Dom? Right, Bill. Go out there and t- get, get, get go out and see the shows. Promote mm-hmm. the bands. Buy the merch. It's important stuff. Make sure you guys do that. Um, uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com ch- uh, website got all kind of cool stuff there, including including merchandise and Jeez. including uh, our YouTube archive, access to our private uh, inner circle group. A lot of fun stuff there. Check that out. RockRageRadio.com. dot com. Download the free app. Totally free. Uh, where you can also hear uh, the show Hot Licks with Lily Six. Yes, on our sister from another mystery. That's right. And uh, she's a little wee bit of a hiatus at the moment. Yep. Dealing with uh, that little thing called life. A little thing called life. Exactly. Um, and then um, uh, Wolf's Customs. Go out there and get some custom artwork done on your on your guitar. Find them at wolfscustoms.online. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Bill, good seeing you, brother. Thanks, Bill. You got any, you got any final words? Any words of wisdom before we say say goodbye today? 
Can I promote something real quick? Yes. Oh my god! Yes, oh my god! No, yes, let of him. course, of course, let him do it. <laughs> okay. Um, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, I'm going to be on 97.7 FM's Grassroots Show, which is all local music, um, promoting music from 412, Build the Scene, and First Angel Media. Cool. Excellent, excellent, Bill. Congratulations on that. Go forth and kick ass. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. We'll catch all y'all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.